0: You know, it's really beautiful to see a couple who remain deeply committed to each other, even through all sorts of crises and struggles. And moments like that can uh, really reveal that true depth of love. I'm John Fuller, joined by Dr. Greg Smalley and his wife Erin, and they head up our Focus Marriage Department. Greg, you've seen a variety of couples, uh, you've counseled uh, for years and years. Can you think of a uh, a time? when you were talking to a couple and you just saw what I described, this kind of love oozing out despite uh, a crisis or concern?
1: Yeah, Aaron and I were just with some dear friends of ours who we got to know way back in graduate school. So this is back in the early 90s. And he just went through a, a real challenge with cancer. And now that they're on the other side of that, it was great just talking with them. And one of the things we asked them out at dinner was, okay, what changed? Mm-hmm. You know, you guys have just gone through this this bout with cancer. What's different? And to hear them talk about just the new perspective that it's given them, just a, a renewed appreciation for each other, for their marriage, for their ministry. Um, they do some fantastic marriage ministry. In addition, he's a professor at Biola. Um, But really what that's done is it's just – it caused them to go, okay, in this next season, now that we've come out of this storm, what do we want these next few years to really look like? And so they they talked through going, hey, we really want to focus on speaking Mm -hmm. to couples and doing some marriage enrichment events together. And it's it's just been fun to see – how how they have grown as a couple through that.
2: Mm-hmm. And what I loved was hearing him say, "'Hey, Elisa, do you have it? Can you do this?' and she would go yep i've got it whatever it was whether it was you know assisting with teaching a class or some an interview or a podcast and basically she has had to step in with more support yeah. and i in many ways him doing that has caused her to rise to the occasion yeah. and i think it's so important when we travel through these things whoever it is that is going through the challenge. You know, Greg has been sick over the last couple of weeks and so you can you know, tell my yeah, voice. We can kind of yeah. yes. that. Yeah. Yeah. so stepping in and caring for him and doing things that maybe he wasn't able to do, although this guy has risen to the occasion regardless of the illness. And so it's just looking at, how do we support each other Mm -hmm. during these times? And it might look different, and it might be scary. Maybe you're thinking, I can't do that. I don't, that's his job. But you know what? It's amazing what God can do amidst these challenges. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and hear from Jim Daly as he spoke with Gary Thomas, a very well-known author and speaker, about a couple that Gary has seen go through this very kind of journey. Speak to that expectation problem, which the earlier a couple can figure that out, I think, the better their marriage
3: is going to be. Yeah. Well, it's not just the expectations we have of our spouse, I think it's the expectations we have of God mm. and ourselves. I think of one couple, Daryl and Stacy, a, a wonderful, godly couple. Stacy came from a dysfunctional childhood. And so she really wanted a strong guy who would take care of her. Daryl was a weightlifter. He could bench press 400 pounds. Mm. His expectations were, I'm going to be there for my wife physically. I'm going to protect my wife. I'm going to be carrying in the groceries or whatnot. Three years after they were married, they got the diagnosis of MS on the part of Daryl. So really what motivated Stacy to get married, I want a strong man who's going to make me feel secure, who will take care of me, would never come true. She had to completely die to those expectations. And Daryl thought his relationship with Stacy would be, you can count on me. I'm going to be there for you. I'm going to take care of you. And now he says decades later, she takes care of me. Hmm. And uh, talking to him even more recently, uh, it's amazing, Stacy said, when I married Daryl, I thought I would just bask in the glow of Bubba because he, he was obviously, as a weightlifter, he was a big guy, but charismatic, loved the Lord, great with kids, I mean, a really, really good guy. And today, Stacy says, he's marked by humility like no other guy I know because MS has humbled him. You know, he goes from the walker to the wheelchair, to the scooter, huh. to the electric, you know, and she goes, every time he responds with more humility. So she thought he would impress people with his strength. God decided he's going to have, no, Daryl, you're going to impress people with your humility, which only would have come through the severe road that they walked together.
0: Well, right. and the other part of that is how Daryl embraced what God's journey for him is. I mean, okay. that that's that's the humbling part, that he didn't walk away from the Lord in that respect. He said, thank you, Lord. And Let's move on. Yeah. I mean, that's,
3: that's amazing. It, it wasn't easy. I love it. He said when he was first diagnosed, because he, he, he was an athlete, he thought of himself that way. He said, I had one two word prayer heal me, heal me, heal me, heal me. And he just kept praying. And, and who wouldn't, you know, in right. your 20s facing sure. this until God finally said to him, Daryl, I am going to heal you, but not of MS. I'm going to use MS to heal other things in your life. And it ended up being the pride. Wow. And, and here's mm. where I've just blown away by the wisdom of some of these couples. This is hard won wisdom. Daryl talked about getting into bed at night. So he gets his chair right up to there. He still has use of his arms somewhat so he can lift his body onto the bed, but he can't get his legs over. And so Stacy has to lift up his legs and move them over onto the bed. And he said to me, Gary, I, I'm tempted sometimes to say, Shh. Why bother? I'm just gonna let Stacy do everything. I'm only doing a little bit. And he goes, but I was really challenged. He says, I, I think I could probably physically only do about 20% of what I used to do. Wow. But I've been convicted by God. I wanna do 100% of that 20%. Hmm. And, and so often when couples go through challenges, they just give up. Well, if we can't do everything we wanted to do, let's just go into early retirement. And I was able to use... It. This has been life-changing for me with a, a man who went through prostate cancer and had his prostate removed. And I can have real issues in physical intimacy or whatnot. And it'd be so easy to say, well, we can't do everything we used to do. So let's just learn to go without. And I could share Daryl's hard-won wisdom. Okay, maybe you can only do 30% of what you used to be able to do, but do 100%. Of that 30%. Don't take away more than life takes away. And maybe it could be a financial calamity, not just health, where we can't afford to do the resorts, we can't afford to go to the Michelin three-star restaurants. But don't say, then you're never going to go out. Do 100% of what you're able to do. And that's the humility that was carved out of decades of seeing their expectations crushed. Um, But the surprise they found, not surprise, but God was there in their greatest fears,
0: All right, Aaron. I'm I'm sure somebody is relating to Stacy, thinking I'm doing so much of the work. Um, There there has to be a a point of exhaustion. What encouragement do you have for that person?
2: Well, it would make sense that there's exhaustion, especially as you're transitioning into new roles. It might not be what you're used to, what you're comfortable with, but it's also recognizing this might be the new normal for this season. Hmm. And how do I show up? Take care of me so i can take care of my spouse or whoever you're being called to take care of i know for us just this last week we moved my father to colorado and into an assisted living on saturday i recognized that i was feeling like i was moving one of my kids into a college dorm room and getting them all set up but it wasn't my child it was my father and it's a whole different level of care that we have had with my dad And so it's interesting because that can be exhausting. It has been exhausting. But in the same breath, I know that I have to show up for me, fill myself back up, allow God to fill me back up so I can show up for Him.
1: Mm -hmm. And John, the temptation for a couple is often to figure out how do we get back to normal, quote unquote, Mm-hmm. And and the danger with that is that those types of storms, those types of change, it, it creates an inability to go back to normal. Instead the goal really should be about creating something new. Mm-hmm. Like now let's let's figure out in light of now that that Aaron's dad, you know, is four minutes from our house in all of what that means for us. Okay, now what do you need? What's different? I need to now understand that, you know, how Aaron is doing emotionally. What is she needing different from me? And so instead of trying to somehow, okay, how do we get back to what was, just go, it, it, it's all changed. Let's just figure out the new. And if you focus on building new, that requires then a lot of communication. That's the key. So mm-hmm. let's talk through, okay, what's mm-hmm. going on? How are you doing? What do you need me And as we do that, now we're building a new relationship in light of the circumstances that have changed.
2: But of course, turning the page in any season into a new season in a relationship ends up stirring up sadness or grief because we're saying goodbye to what was and embracing what's new. And in order to embrace what's new, we've got to say goodbye well. Mm -hmm. And of course, you might feel sad. And I'm sad that this is how it looks right now. But as I allow my heart to grieve, I can then enter into this new season wholeheartedly. Yeah,
0: yeah. And we have, as believers in Christ, we have the assurance that God is with us. He will not forsake us. His Spirit resides in us and empowers us even when we're weak, when we're on our last ounce of strength. God's strength can then shine even more brightly. Uh, It doesn't mean it gets easier, but He does power us and enable us to to show up in a different way in that kind of a circumstance. Well, Daryl and Stacy, uh, we heard about them, and uh, Gary Thomas has captured lessons from them and others in his book, Making Your Marriage a Fortress, Strengthening Your Marriage to Withstand Life's Storms. If that's what you aspire to, if you want to be equipped to be stronger together, even in the midst of difficulty, to be a fortress against all that difficulty that comes your way, Uh, Get a copy of that book from us. Uh, When you get it from us, that enables us to continue ministering to others through this podcast and through so many different resources. So donate today as you can, and we'll send the book, Making Your Marriage a Fortress, to you uh, as our way of saying thanks. And then we're going to link over to a free article on our website that Aaron has written. It's called Don't Let the Storms of Life Wash Your Marriage Away. It's going to encourage you no matter what you're going through today. Next time, we'll hear from Bill and Pam Farrell. They've been married for over 40 years. They'll be talking about how to have a weekly check-in to bring stability to your marriage. For now, on behalf of Greg and Aaron and our entire staff, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.
1: Is your marriage holding on by a thread?